0: 1 Corinthians 6, 9-11, New International Version. Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers, will inherit the kingdom of God, and that is what some of you were, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Six lies the devil whispers in your ear. Don't believe the trickster. The devil is the king of deception. He uses fear and other weapons against you so that he can separate you from God. One way he can do this is by getting you to believe in various lies about God. He also wants you to fall off your faith path so you can live in sin. The more you do this, the more you can rely on him. You mustn't allow the enemy to control you. This is why it's so important to be aware of his tactics. Here are six lies the devil whispers in your ear. You can only find happiness through material possessions. The devil will try his hardest to get you to take your attention away from God. We live in a society that is pushed by power, wealth, and status. The devil wants you to think that material possessions will make you whole and complete. This is a complete lie. The truth is anything we have on this earth is temporary. God wants us to turn to him first. Acts three nineteen says, therefore repent and return so that your sins may be wiped away in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the lord if we place our faith and hope in god he will never forsake us hell isn't real the devil will whisper in your ear that hell isn't isn't real he wants us to believe that living a life living a life of sin is okay so that we are at, at odds with god he also wants us to wonder how a loving God would send us to a place of torment. This is a ridiculous lie that many believers get caught up in believing. We know from scripture that hell is real. Revelation 20:10 says, And the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and suffered. Well, the beast and the false prophet were. And they will be tormented day and night. Forever and ever. God doesn't doesn't send us to hell. Our brokenness sends us there. God does everything in his power. To keep us from going there. The church is no more than a structure. The devil will tell you. That the church is nothing more than a structure. Yet. We know that the church is a body of believers. Church means an assembly, and is also recognized as the call out ones. Ephesians 2, 20, 22 says, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself, the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in him, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. We also know that the enemy has no dominate, dominate over the church. Matthew 16:18 says, And I tell you, you are Peter, and on the rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, you may not think of this as a significant lie, but if you believe the church is an isolated group of people and not a fellowship, fellowship of Christ's disciples, it can be problematic. If you see the church as a building and not a body of believers, this could keep you from sharing the gospel and God's message of love with those around you. The devil has more power than God. This is a lie. He will whisper with great vigor. The adversary wants you to think he is more powerful than God, so that you will lean on his understanding, not God. The devil wants you to listen to his voice only. The way the devil's voice is heard is through anxiety, confusion, addiction, and depression. Among other things, the devil is chaos instead of trusting in the devil and his false promises. We need to trust God. Proverbs 2, 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path great. Don't follow the devil to break you. God doesn't care about you. The devil wants you to believe that God doesn't doesn't have your back. This is a lie. He will whisper in your ear when you are at your darkest, lowest point. He wants you to think that God doesn't love you because if he cared, he would never put you in that situation. Always remember, God has an incredible plan for your life, even when you don't know it or understand it isaiah 43 2 says when you pass through the waters i will be with you and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you when you walk through fire you shall not be burned and the flames shall not consume you god always has your best interest in mind don't allow the enemy to tell you something different there is no life past earth the devil wants you to believe that the only life we have is on this earth if you think this then there is no need to worry about anything because we we simply exist then die sin doesn't matter and breaking God's law doesn't matter according to the devil we can do anything we want with no circumstances to our faith life he wants you to believe that there is no reason to concern yourself with God Or life after death. Because it isn't real. The lie will devastate your life. We know from scripture and Jesus' teaching that God promises salvation and eternal life for those who believe in him. The devil is a con artist with full intentions of destroying your life. Don't allow him to tell you these lies and derail your faith walk. You are stronger than his false promises. Allow God to lead you on the path of righteousness and salvation. He wants nothing but the best for you. Daily Bible Reading Christian Prayer of the Day If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will give, you, will give life to you, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will give life to your, to your mortal bodies also through his spirit which dwells in you. So then, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, for if you live according. Daily Bible Reading May sixteenth, twenty 2021. Matthew 20, 17-28. And, and, as, and as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside, and on the way he said to them, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified and he will be raised on the third day then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came up to him with her sons and kneeling before him she asked him for something and he said to her what do you want she said to him command that these two sons of mine may sit, one at your right hand and one at your left hand, in the kingdom. But Jesus answered, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am to drink? They said to him, We are able. He said to them, You will drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and at my left, left is not mine to grant but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by me by my father and when the ten heard it they were indignant at the two brothers but jesus called them to him and said you know that the rulers of the gentiles lorded over them and their great men exercised authority over them It shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served by, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Seven reasons why he had to die. For those that do not follow Jesus Christ, it can be confusing about why someone would sacrifice their lives for the world. Questions, circling around Jesus Christ and the reality behind Jesus' death will be a part of this world forever because so many people do not take the time to get to know him. The topic of constant discussion and several controversial theories is not the cause behind Jesus' death but the meaning. It isn't clear why Jesus' death had to be on a cross. Although crucifixion was the cruelest manner of execution in Roman times, a fitting penalty for the sins of humanity, it is clear that crucifixion was the only death that would fulfill the old testament prophecies the predictions of what will happen to the messiah here are the seven reasons why we believe jesus had to die to end hatred between races for he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility, Ephesians 214 14-6. Jesus' death was his ultimate sacrifice for Jews and non-Jews to end racial and ethnic hostilities. He wanted to reconcile the hatred that conflicted the two groups and longed for them to live as brothers and sisters jesus believed if they were about to reconcile then they would then find a way to love each other and live without dividing wall that would in the end kill them the the union of marriage husbands love your wives as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her ephesians 5 25 marriage was always meant to be a union that would empower a couple for the rest of their lives jesus knew that his death would help set the foundation of marriage and prove the power of devotion and love god wanted marriage to be between about a husband loving his wife the way Christ loves his people and for the wife to respond in Christ-like, in Christ-like way. In our marriages, we can make our bond stronger by following Jesus' examples of love. Jesus showed love unconditionally, no matter what mistakes the people made or what sin they committed. He was patient, kind, and kept a level head. In our marriages that can be easier said than done, but it can make the marriage that much stronger. To escape the curse, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. Galatians three thirteen. Jesus' death was the only way to be free. Someone had to pay the penalty and instead of us all suffering he decided to step up he paid the penalty in full by sacrificing his own life for our sins regardless if we ever accept him or not thus the Bible teaches us that getting right with God is not based on the law keeping process instead you must view God as all forgive all forgiving and then your redemption will be granted. We are free from the curse of sin because of the price that Jesus paid for us. We are redeemed and can one day go to heaven to enjoy our, our lives in the perfect paradise. Reconciled with God. While we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Romans 5:10. Reconciliation between man and God flows in both directions. God made amends with us by removing the guilt of our personal sins. He was able to forgive us for our terrible sins that go against Him. Our act of reconciliation is to receive God as we already have as Christians and to value God's amazing gift. We are to accept His gift with our heart And ask for forgiveness. Jesus suffered in our place. Up on that cross. And for that we are eternally grateful. He did something that no one else. Could have ever done. We can have a deep loving. Caring relationship with God. Because of Jesus actions. Sinners. God shows his love. For us in that while we were still sinners. Christ died for us romans 5 8 god's love is displayed by his degree of sacrifice in saving us from the outcome of our sins we would be suffering in hell if god hadn't given us a way to be forgiven for our wrongdoings god gave up his only child in order for this to happen john three sixteen, 16 re- we this by saying he gave His only Son. The crucifixion that Christ had to endure is a symbol of His love for us and reveals how innumerable our depths was. The royal sins were so strong that Jesus had to go through such a tragic and incredible pain in order to have it forgiven. We cannot even thank Him enough for that gift to us to bring us to God. Christ suffered once for sin, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. 1 Peter 3.18 Jesus' sacrifice was a gesture that no words can describe. The magnitude of his death certified for an eternity. Our thankfulness and hope for his spirit to live on we will forever hold his sacrifice near and dear to our hearts and in turn we will embody him as christ even if you are not a follower of christ or know or know someone who has rejected him that person still had jesus die for their sins how incredible is that jesus knew that some people would never follow him but still gave up his life so that they could live in a free world, we can only dream about the day where we get to go to heaven and meet our Creator. Take away condemnation. There is, there is, therefore, no now no condemnation, condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans eight one. To be in Christ simply means that you vow to have a relationship with Him through faith. It means that you choose to dedicate your life to him and build that relationship to be something meaningful. His death secured freedom for all of us that believe that Christ died upon the cross. His sacrifice will stand for anyone who believes in his existence and mission. This sacrifice from the Lord allows us to enter into heaven and we will not suffer with Satan in hell what an amazing gift that the lord has given us we will never be able to truly understand on earth just how great his love for us is it's completely out of this world there were many reasons that jesus had to die and they all made the world a much better place though his actions of the ultimate sacrifice Jesus gave us an opportunity to flourish in this world and one day reunite with him in heaven. It was the sign of unconditional and powerful love.